On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I talk with Dean Dutro from Worth E-Commerce. Uh, this guy is a ninja when it comes to email marketing and SMS marketing. Um, he walks us through the flows that you have to have, what kind of tools to use, uh, both for SMS and for email. Um, yeah, definitely worth uh, your half an hour right now, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy. These are truly unprecedented times, and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there are companies who will make it and those who won't. With all of that being said, we will be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly, webinars where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis, and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Now onto today's show. All right. I am live with Dean Dutro from Worth E-Commerce. Dean, what the heck do you do? Yeah, so we focus uh, primarily on what we kind of call owned marketing, which would be things like email marketing, SMS marketing, and also like email acquisition um, via pop-ups and on-site uh, tools and, and things like that. Cool. Awesome. How, how long have you been uh, doing this? So I've been in email marketing for or the e-commerce realm for about six or seven years now. Okay. Uh, I had an agency back in the day. We, we focused on UX design and optimization. And then I kind of moved into like the email world and that moved into like the texting world and things like that. But yeah, uh, yeah I'd say about five years now. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So why email marketing? That's a great question. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, how, how I fell into email marketing. It was kind of by accident. Like we were working with this company in Australia and they asked if we could do email. We we're like, yeah, sure. And uh, having no idea what that meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that five years ago, but really, uh, you know, it's interesting because email marketing is the oldest form of digital marketing there is, right? Like if you think about when the web first started, like the first advertisement online was an email. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Google, like oldest email ad, you can find that. Um, and, you know, over time, it's gotten a lot more advanced, right? So it used to just be this like spray and pray type of thing. Yeah. And as, as the tools have, have increased, like the ROI on email has dramatically increased as well. So I think the average right now is for like every dollar you spend on email, there's like a $42 return. Wow. Wow. And is that, does that include like, like agency fees? Uh, I don't know if that includes agency fees or not. Um, that's kind of like still a 42 X return. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that any day. Yeah. No kidding. And uh, you know, I think a lot of things that come, I think, I think it's, it's something that a lot of people know they need, uh, but is often ignored because it's kind of technical and totally. you have to be technical and creative at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it just takes a lot of time to build out, you know, an email system. Uh, what we found is that, you know, if you're driving Facebook ads or Instagram ads or doing any sort of paid marketing, um, you know, often your return is going to be relatively low, right? Until you get optimized. But if you're able to add a backend channel like email, yep. your, your ROAS and your profits like dramatically increase. And so what we see is, is companies that have never used email, you know, go from, you know, X amount of revenue, they see a massive lift and full yep. revenue. Uh, let's say like 30% extra revenue from email, but most of that is profit. Uh, mm. So their margin actually increases dramatically. What's the reason for that? 
So yeah, it's a great question. So uh, to to make more money on Facebook ads, for example, you have to spend more money, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you want to get X amount of visitors, you have to spend X amount of money. When it comes to email, the revenue with email scales as you scale, but the cost remains about flat, right? Okay. So the cost to send a thousand emails versus a million emails is a difference between like a hundred and a thousand bucks. Gotcha. Gotcha. So your revenue scales, but your pricing pretty much remains flat relative to how many emails and how much revenue you make. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the other part of it is that you are, you are capturing more people throughout the customer life cycle okay. in a way that you typically can't do through paid advertising. Right? So, your paid ads are bringing new visitors and then you're retargeting at a lower cost. Well, now you've got this extra sort of, I guess, advertisements or marketing from your email system that's very specific to when they are, where they are in the customer journey, okay. right? Whether they're a prospect or a new customer, a repeat customer, a VIP customer, or even like a lapsed customer, right? Or a lapsed uh, prospect. You can target them with various emails throughout that life cycle automatically. Okay. And it's basically free. So yeah. where Facebook may have forgotten about them, you know, if they haven't been to your site in 60 days, um, yeah. all of a sudden your email is following back up with them and you're seeing, you know, a return on your investment, you know, 60, 90 days later uh, that you didn't see before. Um, totally. Kind yeah. of, uh, kind of the example I give to our clients is like, Hey, like you're going to see a, an immediate return after 30 days. And then it's going to start to like gradually increase. And then after 90 days, as we've got these later, what we call flows set up, you're yeah. going to see another bump and you're like, where the hell did this revenue come from? Oh, it's like, like hidden revenue that you've never thought of before. Um, that's what makes it really powerful. So if somebody, because uh, the people who listen to this podcast are um, e-commerce companies, right? So six to seven figure e-com companies um, that are kind of looking to scale. What would you say for them? Like where, where do you start? Um, you know, before you hire an agency like you, where, where does somebody start um, as far as email marketing is concerned? Yeah. So I like to think about it from like a 2080 perspective, like, like what percent of your work can produce 80% of the results, especially when it comes to email. Yeah. And typically if you're uh, kind of in the startup phase or, you know, doing less than a hundred thousand, you know, a year. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure what, what kind of size your, your, your listener group is, but uh, there's, there's about four flows, <clears throat> excuse me, that produce the greatest ROI. Initially. Okay. Are you going to, are you going to share those with us? Yeah. Yeah. If you want me to, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please do. Uh, so a welcome flow. Okay. Right? And your welcome flow is, is something that engages and educates your, your customer, your potential customers. Yeah. Um, what we call a new customer flow. Uh, so you go from your welcome flow, which is engagement and getting a sale to new customer, which is more about customer experience, right? And building loyalty. Okay. And then you also want to have your cart abandon flow. I think everyone kind of knows about the cart abandon flow. Um, totally. And, but there's something interesting in there that a lot of people don't know is that you have cart abandonment and checkout abandonment. Okay. And those are two different funnels, right? So people in the cart phase are at a different life cycle than people in the checkout phase. Um, but cart abandonment is, is an essential one. And there's actually one that's called, um, we call it a browse abandonment, right? And so these are people that have signed up for your email list. They've gone through your welcome flow. Maybe they've purchased. 
they've come back to your site and they're looking at new products and you're going to say, Hey, like, like, you know, Jordan, I saw that you were looking at this product a couple of times, like here's more information about it, or here's a reminder about it, or even like, Hey, here, we're having a flash sale, right. On this specific product. Interesting. So that's, so that's for actually people who browse. Sorry, yes. I'm acting surprised. I, I do know these Clavio flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think that a lot of people don't understand that you can do that. So when people actually come to your site and browse, yep. you can retarget them right there. And yep. that's free. That's, that's not costing you anything to retarget those people and you're getting straight into their inbox. Yeah, and they're already coming to your site, right? And you're paying for that. And so the other big piece is you need to have an optimized email capture, right? So you've got so to make the best, like what's, what's something that's actually going to get somebody's email address, especially somebody cold coming to your site. Yeah. So there's, uh, that's a good question. So there's a couple different types of cold traffic. You've got your search traffic, right? Yeah. And then you've got like your, like your Facebook type traffic, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the, the technical terms for the two different types of traffic, but, um, the Facebook type of traffic, you want to make more engaging pop-ups. Um, things like, uh, have you seen the spin to wins before? Totally. Yeah. We've, we've used spin to win on our clothing company, um, for a long time. I recommend it to, to all of our clients because the amount of email addresses that you get from that is just insane. Yeah. You get, you know, like I think industry standards for email captures like six to 8%. And often with that spin to win, especially with, with traffic from like Facebook or Instagram, it's like 10 to 20, right. If you can yeah. optimize it. And, um, and you do that for both mobile and, and desktop. Now they're a little less engaged naturally, um, but there's ways to, you know, if you keep your list clean, you can, you can prevent, you know, ending up in the spam, but those actually perform really well. There's a lot of hesitancy from some brands. I think it's kind of gimmicky, um, but it works and people are actually looking for more engagement on site. Is, totally. is um, the app that we use is just, Uno. Um, they're an awesome, awesome pop-up kind of AI software. Okay. So, Sounds kind of intense, but like really they, they've already got like pre-built templates you can use. So if I were just getting started, I would use Just Uno, I would use Clavio, I'd connect them, click of a button, and like they've got pre-built stuff for you to get going. Okay. What's the, do you know the relative like cost of, of starting up with both of those services? Yeah, Just Uno is free up to like 10,000 visitors. Okay. Uh, so relatively inexpensive and, and Clavio is free up to 500 um, some, uh, emails. Um, yeah. So Clavio can be a little bit more expensive over time, uh, especially in the beginning. Um, like if you compare it to like a MailChimp or, or something like that, but they're very straightforward with pricing and there's no like weird, like, Hey, in order to get this feature, you got to pay more. It's like yeah. you get everything at once, which I like, and their culture is about growth. Um, and they've got a great support team where you can actually live chat with them. Um, they're just like our, our preferred kind of like partner that we use. Cool. Cool. Let's talk SMS uh, a little bit here. Um, uh, another form of owned, uh, uh, like your owned list or owned media. Yep. Um, what do you do with, with an SMS list and, and, and where's the capture happening for that? Yeah. So that's one of the great debates right now um, in our world is should we be capturing emails or phone numbers? Yeah. Right. And my mindset is we know email works. And we know it works really well. And actually something interesting to note is that during this quarantine, uh, open rates have gone up and click rates have gone up for email dramatically for, for basically any e-commerce company. Mm. Um, so that's something really interesting to know. 
and revenue's gone up as well uh, coming from email because of more higher open rates, higher click-through rates, higher conversion rates. Um, and so text messaging is, is relatively new. You know, it's been around for a little bit, but not as advanced as it is now. And it basically follows the same pattern as email uh, in the sense that you've got flows, you've got campaigns, and flows can be like, uh, I guess some other jargon be drips, automations, uh, things like that. And um, we do find that less people are willing to give away their phone number. Yeah. Uh, but we also find that people that do are typically more engaged. Um, the results that we've seen uh, for our clients is that you see email ROI within 30 days, right? You start, you start making your money back really quick. Okay. Text messaging uh, takes a lot longer to make an ROI. Uh, I'd say probably like 90 to 120 days. Okay. Simply because it's harder to collect as many phone numbers as you can collect emails. Yeah. Uh, but then once you have like five or 6,000 phone numbers, the cost per send or the, the, the revenue per send starts to make a significant difference. Okay. Uh, and who, who are you using for SMS? Uh, right now we use PostScript. Um, they're, uh, they're kind of modeled after Clavio and how they, they operate. So it's really easy. Clavio is launching uh, or just launched their SMS and MMS system. So it's worth looking at. Um, we're, we haven't used it specifically as much as PostScript, but we're, we'll probably start switching over if we see good results there. Cool. And practically, how are you guys actually capturing the, the emails? Is that through just, or sorry, the, uh, the phone numbers? Is that through um, Just Uno as well? So you can do it, yeah. So you can do it through Just Uno or you can do it through the checkout. Um, text messaging has some, some, you have to put specific language if you're going to email or if you're going to send uh, text messages to people. Yeah. Um, like a little like line of like legal tech, like copy you're supposed to put. Uh, so you can do it at checkout. If you do it via like uh, Just Uno, what I'm recommending right now is you first ask for, we do what's called a micro conversion. So let's say you're offering like 10% off, right? You say, hey, like, I would like, like, would you like to save while you shop? Yes or no? And they're going to click yes. Yeah. And then you say, okay, enter your email and get 10% off. They enter their email. Um, and then after that, you can, you can add something new and you can test this. You can say, you know, for like an additional 2% off or 5% off, enter your phone number and I'll text you a code. Right? So. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. I love micro commitments like that. Yeah. Um, so what you're doing is you're saying like, Hey, if you're part of the SMS, you're actually part of the VIP group. You're going to get better offers or you're going to get offers sooner or yeah. like if you're a company that runs out of stock pretty often, like a few of our clients, like the phone numbers get the first kind of hit like a day before. So you make them feel special for giving their phone number. Uh, which yeah. Is yeah, that's awesome. Any other like tips or tricks for people kind of getting into the SMS game? Um, yeah, I mean, just, just, just test it. Like, um, it's really easy to set up, you know, and it's not that hard to do. Um, I would sign up, I'd go to like, uh, some various like websites you like and see if they're, they're doing text messaging right now or go to PostScript and ask them to help you set it up. They're the founder there. He's pretty awesome. Cool. Cool. Okay. Um, we'll, put a, we'll put a link in the show notes for PostScript as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we've seen the, uh, the, the receipt text produce actually some of the most revenue, um, like additional revenue, which is kind of interesting. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. So that's a post. It's a post. post upsell? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Post purchase upsell. Okay. Uh, so that's been really cool. And then also, um, the, uh, obviously the welcome does really well as well. 
Um, but the, they kind of compete, right? The welcome text and the welcome email kind of compete. So we're trying to figure out what, what works better, but, um, yeah, it's, it's very, I just say, just get started. It's really, really simple. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. And I, I, I really believe, um, with you that, you know, those owned, um, assets that you have are of extreme value so much more than like, you know, it's interesting when somebody has like, say some pixel data or something that, you know, they're willing to part with, but when you've got a customer list like that, it's just so incredibly powerful. Um, the things that you can do with that. Um, what are some good, uh, like list hygiene techniques? Um, as far as, you know, you said, keep, keep your list clean. What does that look like? Yeah. So, uh, you know, like a lot of people think they have this list. Let's just email everybody. Don't do that. Like you'll, you'll ruin your domain reputation and then your emails will start to go to trash. Right. So you'll either start to go to spam or trash. Yeah. What you want to do is create, we, we start, you know, with just five segments because you can make a million segments and you don't know what to do with them. Right. A segment is, you know, like this person likes men's clothing. This person likes female clothing. Okay. Um, this yeah. person's in Oregon, this person's in Canada. Right. It's like you can do it a million ways, but just start with engagement levels. Right. So this group of people has engaged in the last 30 days. That means they've opened an email or clicked an email or been to your site or purchased or cart abandoned. Anything that like, is them doing something on your site. Okay. Then like you could do like a group B, which is anyone that's engaged in the last 60 days. Yeah. Uh, and then anyone last 90 days and then anyone up to 120 days. Typically, if they haven't engaged for 120 days and you send them emails, often you're going to end up in trash, uh, especially for Gmail. Um, okay. Gmail has this kind of like 120 day technical limit of engagement with email. Um, okay. So if someone hasn't visited your site or engaged in any way, usually after 120 days, they'll often just send you straight into trash. They're not going to spam you, but they'll send you into trash. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So if you like, if you like look at your trash, you'll go in and you'd be like, Hey, I didn't, I never like set these guys as spam. Right. Like I actually wanted to receive stuff from them. But if you haven't engaged in, you know, half a year, uh, Google's like, Hey, like, let's just send it to trash. Ah, interesting. Interesting. So that's really good to know. So can you set up, so, you're telling me set up segments like that within, within Clavio or, or whatever system yeah. you're using. Why, why Clavio over um, MailChimp? That's a great question. Um, one, it directly integrates with Shopify. So that's, that's a big one. Uh, that's right. And MailChimp does not anymore. Does not anymore. Yeah. Um, so that, that is kind of like reason alone. <laughs> um, the other is you can, they, they give away their data for basically free and give okay. you strategies to use, right? That you can then take, implement, and see results right away. Um, they're there to help you and they want you to grow. And they're not like tricky in their pricing. Um, I've found like MailChimp and Bronto and other places like that to be have this like weird pricing structure. I'm like, just give me the full price. Like yeah. stop, yeah. you know, like trying to like, like nickel and dime me. Um, but also the, uh, the ability to segment it is even though you can do a million ways at some point you'll learn which segments you actually need. And oftentimes you just can't build those in MailChimp like you can in Clavio. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. So let's, let's talk about kind of next steps. So somebody, you know, has been doing email marketing for a while. They've got like I say a 30,000 person list. Um, how, why would they hire somebody like you? Like what do, what do they need um, that you have that they can't particularly do on their own? That's, that's a great question. So it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before is that 
majority of people that are doing email, um, there's a few things either like they don't have the time to do it as consistently as they need to, to produce the best results. Okay. Um, or they hurt their list. So we get a lot of people that have screwed up their list and come to us like, Hey, fix our list. I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be rough. Um, and the other portion is the average sort of revenue that most companies generate is about 20% of their total revenue. But the number you really want to get to is more like 30 to 35%. Gotcha. Okay. Like an optimized, extremely profitable system that's going to allow you to scale. And our average revenue for our clients is about 32%. Okay. Uh, so if you can take them from 20 to 32%, you're, you're beyond paying for yourself. Beyond, beyond paying. And then the key is that that'll allow them to scale. And as they scale, their revenue from email scales with them. So Got if they it. go from, you know, a hundred K a month and they're making 30 grand from email, all of a sudden they go to 200 K a month, 30 days later, their email is also going to rise with them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So it's, then it's like the cost is like insignificant compared to the ROI being received. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, like this is kind of inspired. This has inspired me to look more into SMS, um, inspired me to, um, you know, potentially talk to some of our clients about, um, you know, thinking about hiring an agency like yours on the email side. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, let's, let's go into uh, our lightning round, Dean. Okay. If you're ready. Yeah. Um, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. I've kind of mentioned them on already, um, but Justino you know, and Clavia are just awesome. Um, they're just they're just spectacular. Awesome. Uh, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Uh, I love the Bigger Pockets uh, business podcast. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, so they've got a, a real estate podcast uh, which I enjoy, but they also have like a business podcast, and they've got like e-commerce people to retail stores to plumbers. It's a really cool. One. Cool. Cool. Awesome. And uh, is there a founder that you look up to? Ooh, um, a founder. That's a good question. It's always the tough question. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, man, who's, who's someone that I follow? That's really cool. I, I mean, I love the bigger pockets guys, to be honest, like, like what they've done, the community that they've built, how they're trying to help people that just love business. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but like that guy, I, I listen to every one of his podcasts. It's kind of a cop-out answer, but it's like I think they're an awesome company. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Dean, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, uh, they can go to worthycommerce.com um, yeah. or I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, we're not, we don't have much of a social presence, but LinkedIn is where you can find us posting uh, data from our clients, posting information on email, e-commerce trends, things like that. And we try to be like very helpful with the data, give people a little confidence in these times. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Hey, um, before you go, actually, can we talk about, um, uh, some of that research that Clavio had done? Um, that was super interesting that we were talking about before, as far as the trends, uh, right now during, I, I haven't even prefaced like this, this interview is happening during COVID right now. Um, we're all trying to figure out what to do. Um, those of us who are on the e-com side are, are realizing that it's business as usual, if not even better. Yeah. Um, can you tell me about some of that research that Clavio did? Yeah. So, um, and all this, all this information is, is on the Clavio website or on their LinkedIn as well. They're posting every day. They basically are aggregating about 19,000 different e-commerce stores across uh, America and other countries uh, to see what are the trends. 
And the overall trend, which I'm sure people probably know at this point is up, right? So there was like a big dip in February. And since then the sales have gone up across all categories, except I think jewelry. Um, but pretty much every other category has gone up. Um, now what's interesting is they also started aggregating data from China and Italy and Germany to see what happened like during the lockdown and like what's happening now that the lockdown is lifted. Totally. And yeah. They found that um, it's really following like, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs in terms of purchasing. Uh, so like your basic, like safety, like I need to survive food and water. Yeah. And like, I need to be a little more comfortable, like toilet paper and, and Purell. And then, you know, things like clothing and I want to work out. And then all the way to now people are buying like gifts and puzzles and, not gifts, but like toys and creative things, yeah. right? Kind of fill that like top level need. And as the Chinese market has has come back into you know to life, they're starting to do a lot more things that are like belonging, so gift giving, right? Um, so they're seeing a huge increase in companies that sell gifting. Uh, and so if I were an e-commerce company, I would kind of I would kind of like know that like okay, eventually we're gonna come out of this. How can I how can I tailor my products? to seem more like a gift, right? Or create gifting type of packages for people. Because cool. um, people are buying gifts in China now. That was just interesting. Yeah, great, great. Super, super good insights, Dean. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on uh, the podcast. And um, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll hear from you again. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for having me on. Totally. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. These are really unprecedented times and we don't know what the future is going to look like. What we do know is that there's hope. With every downturn in the market, there's companies who are going to make it and those who won't. With all that being said, we'll be putting on weekly, if not more than weekly webinars where we talk about what funding is available during times like these, how to pivot your business, what types of marketing messaging to use in times of crisis and more. Join us at mindfulmarketing.co slash free dash webinar. Thanks so much.